We're doing an R&B show of origin party. Yeah. Two gangs. Yeah. Non-violent gangs. No, 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 no. Yours are going to be in the colour of what on the west side? Well, I guess it's... Smog? No. Concrete? It's a turquoise, greeny, bluey sort of colour. And mine's kind of like teal, isn't it? Or pink? Yeah. Which of those two colours do they refer to as watermelon? Because we're talking about the Hit 100.9 <laughs> yeah, logo. We don't even know what the colours are. And, the, the confusing thing about watermelon is that the outside of a watermelon's green and the inside's pink. Yeah, true. So let's just say that my gang from the western side of the bridge oh. will be in green or shades thereof, <laughs> and your east siders yeah. will be in pink or shades thereof. DJ Gamer will be back. He was awesome last year when we had a party at the Telegraph. And we're going to be battling it out for thousands of dollars in prizes as well. So we're going to give you another chance to score those before 8.30 this morning. This is huge. Big shout out to Tazzy Tires yeah. and they know what they're Thanks getting themselves guys. in for. Well, they were there last yeah. time. Yeah, you pashed a bloke, I danced on tables. Yeah. What? In that order. And then we went and broadcast on air. Yeah. Uh, Tazzy Ties, brand new Will and Ty studio at 183 Main Road, Moona. Uh, coming up, I'm going to address the working conditions at Cadbury's again because oh. you didn't believe me that in the day yeah. people would have to get into a little white suit, get into a boat in vats of chocolate mm. and row themselves out okay. and unclog the chocolate. All right, and you've proved your point. You had a right to reply yeah. and what you said was factual, yes, factual. I concede that. There was a nut room. Yes. And now, thank you up at Hobart, I've been informed of a rolls room. A rolls Which I'm going to talk about, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just trying to imagine oh. what would happen in a rolls room. Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to tell you about that. All right, well, but coming up next, uh, it's 2017. So you've got to be very careful when you have an account of a story because... There are recording devices these days. Oh, no. There are things on cameras. So if you say one thing happened and it didn't happen because the proof is on a camera, then you're going to get yourself into big, big trouble. Right after this, Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9, six past six. We were lovers for the first time. Running on the red lights The middle finger was a peace sign Yeah We were sipping on emotion Smoking and inhaling every moment It was reckless and we owned it Yeah, yeah We were high and we were sober We were on and we were over We were young and now I'm older But I do it all again Getting drunk on the train track Way back when we tried our first cigarettes Oh, ten dollars was a fat stack I'd do it all again Oh, bought my jacket and a snapback Your dad's black Honda was our Maybach Oh, we stacks on the plate Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody you got to be so careful in 2017 Yeah it's, it's so much more difficult to lie these days Like, I imagine it would be a million times more difficult for someone in a loving relationship to cheat on their partner. Oh, that would be just so terrible, isn't it? How hard it is. For no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor I really brother. feel for those cheating morons that. What you got busted on a dating app again? Did you? Oh, and that just sounds so horrible for that guy or girl, but it's always a guy. What you got some screenshots? <laughs> someone took some screenshots <laughs> and sent them, them to your to wife. Your wife, who's completely committed to you, you asshole. Yes. Okay, so... You found Donald a tough Trump, No. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> so Donald Trump Jr. has been caught up in these emails, right? And, and it's all his own doing. Oh, yeah. We discussed this yesterday. He put his own emails up on his Twitter no account. No one asked him to do it. Now, let's just do a quick refresh of the nature of the emails because this information is very important, okay? The email showed that on... June 3rd, Mr. Goldstone told Donald Jr. that the Crown Prosecutor of Russia 
had offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary in her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father, okay? Donald's father. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government's support for Mr. Trump. Now, that's a really important line there, all right? Now, that happened around June 3rd. Mm -hmm. Now, since then, the White House has denied any Trump senior knowledge <laughs> of these emails. Right, right up until yesterday, it sounds like. Okay. This all happened week of June 3rd. I want you to have a little listen here to some audio of Donald Trump senior a couple of days later, June 7th at 9.13pm. And you tell me if you think that Donald Trump was privy to these emails. I am going to give a major speech on probably Monday of next week. And we're going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons. I think you're going to find it very informative and very, very interesting. I wonder if the press will want to attend. Who knows? Now, is that a man that was not aware of his son's emails with a Russian lawyer that had dirt on the Clintons? Think of the timeline, okay? You've got June 3rd, emails are sent. Donald makes that statement on June 7, right? <laughs> June 9 is when the meeting takes place with Donald Trump Jr. And then after that is a Monday, <laughs> the following Monday to June 7. How, do, how on earth are they going to get away with this one? Oh, no wonder they're calling it the biggest political story in US history. Of course. This is, this is this crazy. Is oh. It's Paula Woody Hobart's hit 100.9. Hit Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. 16 past 6 on Hobart's Hit 100.9, 14 in the top and a couple of light showers. Coming up after 6.30, we've got $50 to spend at Hotel Soho. Right, it'll go a long way. Which we're doing a team team lunch at. Are we? Yep. Oh, that's good. What have you got against team bonding? Well, we're just doing it We're in the paying office. for our own meals, by the way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we bond every day in the office. No, no we don't. That's, that's why you need to no, bond don't. outside don't. of it. Yeah, yeah. We've no, we all got okay. desks near each other. And How many abusive emails have we sent already this morning? No, they're not abusive. They're they just, are. They're to the point. It's always good to send an email to your work colleagues when... You're a little bit tired in the morning. See? And yeah. oh, you you will read them out to me going, is this all right? And I'll say no. And you go, well, I've already sent it. Yeah. And then you CC me on it. Like, I've, I've yeah, yeah. approved them. I haven't. I don't know why you burden me oh. with a negative review of the emails I've already sent. Well, what you do you... spare me. You just go, yeah, that's cool. No, but it's already but it's gone. not cool. No, just do that. Do you, do you want to tell Hobart what you've been upset about this morning? I mean, people have real jobs out there. Uh, they're collecting... They're either collecting garbage or they're going out as tradies or they're delivering stuff. They're bakers. There's a bit of construction happening beneath our radio station at yeah. the moment and there was some um, cement trucks that were blocking my car spot. So that's... That's, that's well, it's yeah, your problem. Well, I would have slept in if I knew I had to sit down there for 10, 15 minutes before I could move my car. My God. It's simple math. You're right, okay. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. 14 the top, Paul and Woody and Hobart's hit 100.9. 24 past 6, we've got $50 to spend at Hotel Soho coming up in 10. Okay. I've been trying to expose Cadbury working conditions. Mm. You know, there's a long line of Cadbury workers in my family. Yeah. See, even now you're laughing. No, it's because not funny. When you say expose work conditions, people jump to the conclusion, oh, what, is there something bad going on up there? But you are trying to prove that the Cadbury factory is like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Yeah, it was back in the day. My cousins worked there, my brother, my dad. Okay? Three different males. Okay. And I told you a story... That was a bit like Willy Wonka. Yeah. You didn't believe me. No. So I had to get my cousin on to confirm that, yes, he did, in fact, row a boat of in a, row a boat in a vat of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. And see what's weird, so weird about that. Eating the swallow of chocolate. Right. And why were you in a boat in the silo of chocolate? Yes, because the chocolate got too hard, so it, it, the mixer didn't work anymore. So I had to get into the silo in a little boat of chocolate and dig it away from the mixer. 
and you're in like a onesie, like a suit, right? Like a protective suit. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit worrying that the mixer would start and I would be in every block of chocolate for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but the There's a little bit of Brendan in all of us. <laughs> Is it true that you had to dunk your nuts in the chocolate? Uh, yeah, yep. Up in the nut room, oh, that was a good job. You'd just sit there and every half an hour pour a uh, bucket of nuts down a chute. Oh, this See, is... I told you this it was It was called true. the nut room. Yes. Oh, yes, no. it was. They should have called it the nut house. Oh, well, that's offensive. R- rowing boats in chocolate. Yes. Pouring nuts into a chute. Yes, and he, once he slept through his oh, half an hour alarm, God. a whole okay. lot of blocks of chocolate went out without nuts. <laughs> I, I, okay. I still think that that was an act of thank, No, thank you to hit up at Hit Hope as well. A lot of people that have worked past and previous in the, the Cadbury Willy Wonka light conditions. One is Linda, who said she worked in the Rolls Room. Oh, R-O-L-L-S. No, what's she, the Rolls Room? So you're calling room? her a liar now? Well, she I said, want to know if it's the same actor you got to play, Brendan. She said it was the best paying job she's ever had. So it's uh, the Rolls Room, you know, like Rolos? The like rolls, round chocolate. Yeah, round chocolate. She was head of quality control in the rolls room. And why are you no, laughing? No, I'm not laughing. I breathe. Can't I even take a breath now on this show? She said she was head of quality control and the units would come out along the belt and she had to inspect every single roll to make sure it was perfect. Oh, not if the every roll, single one. Yes, she did. You Have you ever found a roll that wasn't perfect? Have you ever opened up... And going, mm, that one's a bit sloppy. Okay. Well, you got me there. Yeah. Because they are all Because they had quality control okay. in the, in a room called the like Rolls Room. one woman. All right. Okay. Yeah, and so she would inspect them. If it wasn't up to scratch, she would feed it back into the machine, which would then rework it and drum it back out so it wasn't wasted. Then the ones that passed, she would put into the wrapping machine, and that would wrap it, go into... Why are you smiling? Just the because rap- some people have real jobs. Would she wrap when she wrapped? Like Eminem or... Oh, my God. This is- and, and that was not an intended pun when I said Eminem. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Well- Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Trending now at hip.com.au. They call him the world's most unluckiest man. His name is Ronald Wayne. He was the co-founder of Apple. He sold his shares... $1,050 Australian. He had 10% shares in the company. Oh. And he sold it 12 days after they'd founded it. He said he didn't really want to... He was in his 40s. He didn't really want to work with a bunch of 20-year-olds. <laughs> oh my God. Today, those shares would have been worth $87 billion. Oh, no. Dollars. No. He has said that he doesn't regret it. Oh, and he also said he's never used an Apple product in his life. He said he was once gifted an iPad, but he just gave it to his grandson. He didn't want it. So he's, no, he's still an idiot. <laughs> Trending. Oh, uh, This Yummy Mummy show oh. is causing a stir across social media. Mm. There was an episode that played two nights ago where in which two things happened. I'll give you the less shocking one first. The South Australian couple... The woman was given a baby shower by her South Australian, very South Australian partner. And it was a Versace party. As you do. Where in which there was like $15,000 worth of Versace gear that she was just given. (laughs) And because she doesn't like flowers, he gave her a bouquet of $100 notes. (laughs) And this woman's mother has justified her daughter loving a bouquet of money by saying some people collect stamps. My daughter collects money. I think we all would like to collect money. Okay, so that I was mean, the first thing that okay. happened. You sort of go, Ugh, you know, that's South Australia for you. Wow. The second thing was that a couple of the yummy mummies uh, walked into a cafe or a restaurant on this particular episode and spotted another woman breastfeeding and trash talked her. Oh, God. Ugh. Uh, one of them said, oh, that's illegal. What, to breastfeed in public? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my. Now, I would like to... I would like to just think that this is South Australia for you. Oh, my gosh. I would hope that these women don't represent the opinions of anyone else. But how are their kids going to go when the kids are born to these parents? Well, that maybe they'll have a wet nurse. Or well, we know of some famous people that had wet nurses. Yeah. Not because of any medical reason, but because... 
they didn't want to spend a lot of time with the child. Are we allowed? No, we can't. No, we can't. Okay. Trending. Because there was one All right. very famous Instagrammer that had the child at the other end of the house overnight with a woman. Okay. While she got to sleep with her husband that uh, played football at a fairly high standard. Okay, I didn't think we were going to give what? that many details well, away. I can, so I can say that much. No, because you will get sued. Uh, okay. Oh, up next, we've got $50 to spend at Hotel Soho. Here's a track from our R&B Fridays album on iTunes right now. Paul and Woody, 22 to 7. It was a- Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. 19 away from 7. Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. That is from our R&B Fridays album. We've got three on iTunes right now. Here's Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. $50 to spend at Hotel Soho and whatever you want now. They've reopened. See you back at Soho. See you there. Yeah. Um, you know the woman on Yummy Mummies that had the baby shower and she got all the Versace stuff? Uh. She'd also asked her guests for money. No gifts, money. Just money. Because the way she justified that was she already had everything. Okay, so... So what so does she need the money? Oh. oh, here's an idea. Why don't you get gifts and then you could have given them to, I don't know, a shelter? Oh, yes. That might have been nice. Perhaps idea. a pregnant woman that was less fortunate yeah. than the woman that got given a bouquet of $100 notes. Yeah, $7,000 worth of $100 yeah. notes. Uh, which I That's guess nice. brings me to, um, I'd like to invite you to Melissa and my baby shower. We're only doing money. I'm not going. Yeah. You know I'm upset about this, so why would you even bring it up? What do you mean you're upset about it? Because I was midway through organising you guys a baby shower and then you told me that one of our other friends was doing it. Yeah. You could have struck while the iron's But hot. I told you as soon as I found out that we were pregnant that I was going to be doing the baby shower. What do you mean we were pregnant? Well, the show's having a baby. That and is Melissa ridiculous. is the carrier of our show baby. Unless it's a devil child, then I'm handing it back. No. You're going to realise that if you want to do anything with this child, you're dealing with a... A D grade celebrity child. <laughs> so you've got to strike while the iron's hot. D grade is generous. That is... Oh, come on. Oh, Maybe E. I'll give you E. No. Uh, the game is. Celebrity Stop. child. Hummer time. No, Paul. It's I'm on not... the board. No. Nah. Stop hummer time. This is how it works. You call us on 13 12 16 and you hum a song to us. It can be any song, it can be a nursery rhyme, it can be in the top 40 right now. It can be the theme of a television show or even something from a movie. Right. We will try to guess what the song is that you're humming. If we can't, we're going to send you to Hotel Soho with 50 bucks. Oh, look at that. What a surprise that no one is calling. Stop. Hummer time. Here's Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. Yeah, yeah. 14, the po- top and possible rain. Do you want to just tell Hobart what happened? No, you, you will not quit on this game, which is the most ridiculous game I've ever heard of. And now no one's called. This is the first time no one's ever called. Oh, no, sorry. This happened once more. When? When you tried to play this game another time. Oh, right, okay. No, you've got to give things a couple of goes. Uh, 13, 12, 16. Just waiting for the... No, no one's Okay, called. no, I'll keep talking. That's right. We're not talking... Hang for- on a minute. I thought I saw the phone go. No, false alarm. Thirty twelve sixteen. If you want to win your fifty dollars voucher to Soho, uh, all you got to do is play stop hummer time, and what you do is you hum us a song, and if we can't guess the song, then we're going to send you to Soho. My hum, my lovely little. Any danger of it? How come every time they come around my hum a humming? It goes down like hum it on the day, hum it on the day. You can't hold this. Is it finished yet? How long is this? Oh yeah, so I think this is the background music now. Great. No, it's not. Still going. How long? Okay. Now here's the seven o'clock news. Okay. Here we go. Take a call. Excuse me. Don't speak to me like that. Hit 100.9, who's this? Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, this is that, that was a false alarm. Hit 100.9, who's this? Hello, it's Kirby. G'day, Kirby. Guess what, Kirby? You get to play Stop Hummer Time. Am I right? Have you hummed before? I've hummed before, but I'm 
one before, but only ever probably to the kids. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's fine. Okay. So, Kirby, we'll get you to hum a song, and then we'll try to guess what the song is, and Hobart will play along. Okay. There's a lot of play-along factor with this game. Okay, no worries. I've got an easy one, though. Okay, great. No, no, no never easy. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that was great humming. No, 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 hang on. Hey, now you've talked. What? And I've lost my concentration. What? what? Because I've talked once yes. I've finished humming. Yeah, you need to leave a pause. You've read the rules. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Kirby, can I have it one more time? No, Paul, we're not. We do not yeah, have yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. Yeah, Just yeah, the yeah. first verse this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the chorus. So. Okay. okay yeah. Give a minute. <laughs> uh, it's um, Psy, Gangnam Style. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well done to you. Now, I think technically... Because I guessed it, I don't know if she wins the money. Oh, she, for humming, you are going to get... All right, give it to her anyway. You're going to get the $50 through. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Paul and Woody, Hobart's hit 100.9, three away from seven. Today, we're going to draw it, and you've got to be a hit VIP to score it. The Chainsmokers album, Memories, Do Not Open. It's out now featuring the single Paris... And also the hit single, something just like this, featuring Coldplay. Now, you could be seeing them live at a Vegas pool party. This is huge. This Vegas, is huge. Paul. This is one of the greatest nightclubs in the world at the moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, you jump in the pool, you see the Chainsmokers. All you've got to do is be a VIP. It's not too late to jump on the website and become a VIP. There's no selection process. I mean, I've gone through some of the people that are VIPs and clearly we'll let anyone in. <laughs> Why are you... Because I just like to monitor them. But, but no, because now no on. one's going to sign up if they think that you and your big head... No, I just glance at them. I don't, you know... I don't, it's not like I print them off and get a stack of them and make the three girls that produce this show put them in manila folders and then I go home, pour myself a Coke Zero in front of the telly oh, and read wow. them. It's not like I'm doing this, anything like that. Uh, this, you, I'm going to cut you off just for a sec. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Get up with Paul and Woody. Paul and Woody for Maccas. Get a McFeast burger, small fries and small Coke. Now that's lunchtime sorted for just $5. Did you hear that about Facebook Messenger in the news? That worries me. That, but how can they do that? So if you're having a private conversation with someone on Facebook, yep. they're now trialling putting on ads mid-conversation. Putting up ads. Okay, so I want to know if... All right, let's say, here's a scenario. I'm chatting with... A girl that I knew from high school. All right, I'm a single guy, yeah. and we've rekindled maybe an old year 10 flame. Right. Um, but I'm just testing the waters, okay? So we're chatting away, and I'm like, uh, so Betty, what do you do for a living? Betty? How old are you? No, <laughs> I'm one, so Betty. I don't know. You could have said any name. Okay. My great-grandmother's name is Betty. <laughs> okay. So, is that her? Um, Wilma. Uh, <laughs> Why am I doing this? What? Um... Yeah, what, are you, what are you up to? You know, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm retired. And then bang, an, an advertisement for Ansel Condom. <laughs> what about? But is it is it going to be an ad that both of you are interested in? So, you know, like with YouTube, ads will come up that only the algorithm, the algorithm. That you're yep. interested in or things that you search. Like, what if it popped up Men's Gallery for you? Well, why would... And it's just, <laughs> And then Myrtle or Betty or whichever one it is you're trying to tune. Well, what if it's it's Betty or Wilma's algorithm and it's Metamucil? <laughs> Are you coming up next? He gets one phone call a week and oh, he yes. always gets complaints. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, but we've got to do it in about three minutes and 28 seconds. Seven past seven. I was walking down the street. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Bad liar. 11 past 7 on Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. We we have to take the call. I'm so sorry. And look, I know that a lot of people don't like him. So what I'm thinking is if we can start to encourage him to call the show earlier, then it won't have as much of an impact on the show. 
Because, I mean, we, we get complaints we've every had the week. complaints about him. Yeah. But he only gets the one phone call a okay. week. And let's just give him the yeah. opportunity. We'll keep it short. All right. This is a global telling prepaid call from... Des Smythe. An inmate from a prison complex. Please say yes to accept this call. Yes. Baz? Yeah, g'day guys, how you going? How are you, Baz? I, I have been listening to you guys, because yeah. you know, I've got a mobile phone and I stream you guys. Yeah, I'm just still not sure how, but... And yeah, every fine. morning, like really early in the morning, you guys talk about ice on the streets. Oh yeah, it's incredibly dangerous and we've had a lot of problems with it, especially this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming in a winter and for some reason it just gets worse and worse yeah. around this time of year. Yeah, it certainly does. And people have to be really careful. Yeah. Because they don't know what they're getting themselves in for. Of course. Yeah, you know, they turn a corner and the next thing you know, well, you'll be flat on your back. Yeah, that's right. Baz. So I thought that um, as a service for you guys, because you guys help me out a lot, you know, by giving me someone to talk to every week. Mm, thank you. And I know it's not always popular. But, oh, but it, no, I understand that. I, and I know that it could be uh, quite polarising for the community. But I thought what I could do is, you know, for a public safety awareness campaign, I could actually give you guys access to an expert when it comes to this ice. Oh, yeah. Do you have someone? Yeah, my cellmate, um, Animal, has been manufacturing ice for about three years. He's, he's got his own laboratory uh, at home. Yeah, okay. What we- this inmate call from a prison complex has exceeded its allotted time. Thank you. Were we on the same page there? This is why. What? This is why. Oh, he's just trying to help. Come on. Hold on, Woody. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. 14 the top with a couple of light showers, 16 past 7 on Hobart's Heat 100.9, Paul and Woody. We've got tickets to our R&B Fridays party coming up before 8 o'clock. Uh, if we could now uh, no. have another episode of Paul and Woody's Q&A. Uh, Q&A rates very well on the ABC on a Monday night, so uh, we've introduced our own Q&A here to the Paul Woody show. You have. Can I Can I remove my name No, no, no you've got to be involved. You're on the poster. No, because you're doing this, you're only posting questions on Yahoo that we won't allow you to do on Up at Hit Hobart. That's a ridiculous thing to say. No, that's what you're doing. Yahoo Answers is a fun website and you can ask a question of dumb Americans <laughs> and they will reply. And they will answer your questions. So you've gone fishing again, right? I've gone fishing. And some of the questions that I've come up with, I'm really happy with the responses, okay? There is a guy who sleeps in my front yard every night. When I ask him to move on, he ignores me. Is he legally allowed to live there? Oh, my God. Paul. Help. Capital letters. Does anyone... Is anyone responding to these? Yeah. Dumb Americans. Now, is there anything more American than this response to that question? Okay. What do the local authorities say? Since you pay the insurance on your property, he's your responsibility if he gets hurt. <laughs> We've talked about this on the show before. This paranoia that Americans have that if someone breaks into their house uh, and breaks their leg, they're going to get sued and they by st- the robber. They still believe that, but we could not find one no, case. Not one. Where that actually had happened. No, not one judge had ruled in favour. No. Of the burglar. But they still think that. They still think it's going to happen. So a burglar comes into the house and says, just take whatever. That's right. And watch your way out. I'll yeah, put yeah. you careful please, of that glass door. Please. <laughs> Do you want me to help you carry the TV yeah. to the car? And, and even if the burglar leaves, they're worried for years in case the burglar got a hernia when they lifted the television up. <laughs> okay, so I thought, okay, the Americans are out tonight. Let's hit them with another question. Oh, you such a time waster. Do you find it hard to trust farmers? Oh, why would you ask that? Okay, people got angry about this one, so I've removed the swear words. No, because I am a farmer's daughter, says Kathy. I've trusted them for 19 years of my life. Why change? What, are you going to grow your own food? And then Jeff wrote... Oh, no. No, 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 no. You're a dickhead. Yes, that's true. Okay, he's got a point there. Yeah. So I thought, well, you know, the last question. What am I going to do with the last question? Oh, I is... get three a day before they cut me off. Okay. Oh, my God. It's like you're addicted. I have a male dog that isn't fixed yet, and I want to buy an adult female cat oh, that also isn't de Don't. Is there any danger of kittens? 
This is what? Okay. Elaine said, how sad that you missed fourth grade science class <laughs> and are now having issues with something a normal person would not even need to ask. Pamela said, <laughs> do you have a brain? Cats and dogs do not. Mate, they are different species. It would be like you hooking up with a horse. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Go get them neutered, though, or they will go out and increase the cat and dog population. Just make sure, mate, you don't increase the horse population. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it so concludes another episode of Q&A. We'll be back um, when Yahoo Answers lets me get on again because I've been banned. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Trending now at hip.com.au. They're calling it the worst breakup of all time. It has left Twitter fans distraught in tears. No, that's not Kate and Will. No, it's not Kate and oh, Will. Oh, it's not Amal and George. No, they're all right at the moment. Of what Jay-Z and Beyonce have finally called it off. No. It's Jimmy and Zara. You know how they've got two kids? They've got two kids together, and Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's called it off for Zara cheating. Jimmy. His offspring. Offspring. Yeah, offspring. Oh, with Asher Keddie. Yeah. So oh. Jimmy and Zara are together, right. but she cheated on Jimmy, and oh, they've got didn't. two kids together. That is so Zara. And this happened in a crowded cafe when Jimmy said this. I gave you everything you ever asked for. I worked this job to support you. I gave you the time and the space that you needed to go to medical school. I put up with the hours and the sleep deprivation and while I was at home raising our sons separating your wife from your cars, you f***ing other man. Oh no. I've never been good enough for you and no matter what I do, I never will be. I hate you. Jimmy, don't. Jimmy, don't walk away, Jimmy. Yeah. He did. See, now this makes sense because I never got my role in Rosehaven season two and I got a callback audition. But the problem is that I didn't talk like this in the audition. I am in Rosehaven. I am looking for a property rent in Rosehaven. Lou McGregor, why don't you show me a two-bedroom property near the main road of Rosehaven? Maybe you should have applied for Offspring instead. I should have. Trending. That was very good. Thank you. It was in the style of Jimmy. Although, mind you, you did put on a pirate voice when you auditioned for Rosehaven, yep. so that could okay. be waiting. Well, there were choices. And there you were... did say, try to make a joke to the director and said there are no small parts or only small <clears throat> peanuts. Yeah. Should have said Appendages. There are no small parts or only small actors. Yeah. Um, okay. Game of Thrones star Amelia Clark. Oh, straight from Offspring to Game of Thrones. All the good shows. <laughs> Stop it. I like Offspring. Game of Thrones star uh, Amelia Clark has gushed over the brilliant naughty scene, if you know what I mean, that the writers put in um, the latest season of Game of Thrones for her. Ooh. She just she just says it's marvellous. She says it's wonderful and she's sick and tired of Khaleesi being criticised online for all her... <laughs> Scenes. Yeah. Because remember the one with the horse guy in season one? Well, yeah. Yeah. Who is now playing Aquaman. And he went to the State of Origin last night, the Rugby League. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's a bit weird. Uh, but anywho, uh, she says that it was marvellous and she loved it. And I just want Amelia Clark to know that I love them all as well. Oh, and I want to thank her. Trending. For the latest trending now, it is up at Hit Hobart. We've got three. Oh, I've just worked it out. What? She wouldn't get as much hate on social media if she played Khaleesi, Queen of the Dragons, like Jimmy from Offspring. I am Khaleesi. I am Queen of the Dragons. And I want to get back to King's Landing. You're an out-of-work actor and have been for 30 years. I don't know that you can criticise. No, it's the struggle. And that's that's why we do it, because we love it. Follow Woody. Hit 100.9. Here's Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. It's from our R&B Fridays album. We've got three on iTunes right now. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. This is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at your Hobart. 13, 12, 16, if one interests you, you can end the segment at any time by calling that number. 
You know I'm sceptical. Yeah, yeah, but because it's school holidays and less people call the show, I know. But it's all right. I've got some good ones. Uh, Do you live somewhere that used to be something else? So, in the Netherlands, crime is down so low that they've closed 27 prisons and started to turn them into swanky apartments. Wow. So, I want to know if you found out that where you were staying or where you lived was uh, something in a previous life. For instance, when I was a kid, my mother took my brother and I on um, a holiday to the mainland uh, on the Great Ocean Road and we stayed at, like, a beach house. And for some reason, the beach house had a toilet and a shower attached to every room and there was a red light on the front porch. Okay, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And in retrospect, I think that that used to be something other than a beach house. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to have your own ensuite, though. Yeah, it was really... Yeah, it was great. It was really good. And for some reason, the bed spun around. I don't know why. So... Okay. 13, 12, 16. Oh, can I say Did you stay... What? Oh... My brother was responsible for taking my sister-in-law away for their third wedding anniversary. Yeah. It was the one year he was allowed to plan it. And he spent ages doing it. Yeah. And he booked out this place in the country. Beautiful. And when they got there, they didn't realise it was some... Um, let's just say there were chains and... Oh! Costumes. So it was a themed yes. place to stay. And he didn't even for certain couples involved in a certain subculture. Yeah. And when they walked in, she was just mortified. Yeah. She was like, It's taken you 12 years to tell me this. She thought it was a hint. I mean, he could have eased her in by introducing a few feathers every so often, or, but to go full blown. In the middle of the country. Country. Just with this room oh, and wow. a goat. There was a goat? Yeah. And what he learnt from that... Oh, this is... I'm going way off page yeah, now. that's all right. Do you know goats, male goats, to attract them... Make themselves attractive to females, they urinate into their mouth. Oh, That is my a true God. story. That is And it. my brother saw it happen. So they... <laughs> he would tip, they tip their head over and they drink well, it. Well, I bet <laughs> his partner became worried about the next holiday he was going to book. <laughs> That, but I'm going to have to research that. Oh, no, please. If anyone else knows that fact, that'll be mine now, 17 well, or 16. Yeah. Because how I, did male goats attract female That goats? is how they do it. Tips his head over. All right. I'd love to hear from someone that has a goat farm or, I don't know. A goat farm. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, 13, lucky school holidays. Yeah, it is. Very yeah. lucky. 13, 12, 16. How significant oh. was the moment when Jimmy busted up with Zara last night on Offspring? Yeah. Because I, I, clearly I don't appreciate this moment of television enough because they it's did. caused a social media uproar. Oh, some things that all people were saying, they were crying online. Painful. This hurts. So many feels. So powerful. Broken hearts. People were... Are we still talking about the, what the goat did to the female <laughs> goat? Or? Yeah, right. Okay. Why do I feel like we shouldn't even... We shouldn't even finish this segment because yeah. I'm almost feeling like if we, if we are now, we've got a call. It's probably not a call you want to take. I don't think it is because where do we go from? I don't know. I think I'm just going to have okay. to say that this one was a okay. write-off. Okay? All right, that's right. Hey, <laughs> it's an experience. No calls but today. Let's never forget the moment where you introduced goat urine to the equation okay. and that was not me, okay? I'm sorry. All right. It's Paul and Woody. I got these fresh eyes. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody. Ten away from eight, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Adelaide's trying to steal our David Walsh, our Willy Wonka of Tassie. Ridiculous. We're going to talk about that after eight, plus $100 cash to give away, thanks to Tassie Tyres. Just have to do a quick follow-up from the last segment. I don't know that we should read No, I have it. to. I have to because we got a phone call, but the bloke didn't want to come on here. I don't know why. Um, I do. You claimed that when male goats, I guess billy goats, are in season, they pee on their own face to attract a mate. They do. And I said that was ridiculous. But they do. No, I thought, you know, weekend in Launceston, yes, but... See, you always call bull on my stories. Yeah. Remember I told you about people hugging cockatoos? Yeah, How they yeah. like to be hugged. Yes, yep. And there was a woman that called the show, and she loved to hug a cock or two. Yeah, and she showed us some pictures. She came down to cash converters when we were there, and, and showed she showed us, us pictures the pictures of, of her, her hugging a, a cock or two. And now, uh, oh, thanks to the bloke that rang us that wishes to name anonymous, he does he does concur with your story about goats. So 
Goats are known to stink with a strong and musky odour which comes from both their scent glands located near their horns and also from their urine, which they spray on their face, (laughs) beards, front legs and chest when uh, the female goats are in season. It's Mother Nature, guys, and it's sick. (laughs) Hit Hobart and... Hit Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Get a McFeast burger, small fries and small Coke. Now that's lunchtime sorted for just $5. Paul is attempting to foil a kidnap plot. Yes. On David Walsh. That's correct. I mean, some would call that dramatic. Well, the South Australians want him. Yeah, I know that. They want to steal him and they're not getting him. Okay. And I'm making it my life's missing. What? I'm so glad that someone... This is what... What have we said? Post nine, you can have... I know. I I just had to have one during the news to take the edge off. Okay, do you want to try that again? Okay. I think it's so... Out of all the clever minds we've got in this state, it's so good that you've put yourself in charge of this. Okay. I'm going to make it my life's mission to protect David Walsh. Now, I don't know where he is right now, so... (laughs) So that's... (laughs) I turned my back for one minute... He's oh, the, out of the court filing. Typical for a millionaire. Restraining order. Uh, if you know where David Walsh is, uh, can you please ring the station on thirteen twelve sixteen because I want to protect him. That is coming. Okay, and he might put up a struggle at first, but eventually please. you'll know what's good for him. Don't do this. I don't want you to approach him or handle him in any way <laughs> or form, but I want to protect him from the South Australians. Coming up inside the next 15. Next, though, the East Victorious. Oh, finally. We are back. I don't think we need to go into details. Well, Debbie was our carryover loser for about a month. um, (laughs) And eventually, she managed to win. She did a fine job yesterday. She won her 100 bucks courtesy of Tassie Tyres. But right now, I want to open it up to anyone from the eastern side of the bridge that wants to play. Now is your time to shine. $100 cash guarantee. Giving it away next. Paul and Woody. I'm over. Hit Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. Right now, we've got $100 cash to give away. Let's fight. On Hits Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin for the brand new Tassie Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. Alright, this is how it works. Three questions. The best out of three takes home $100 cash. We have a carryover loser yes. from the west side. The west side. <laughs> Good morning, Beck. Good morning. You're back for round two, Beck. You're ready to take home the hungee. I definitely am today. Oh, awesome. This is my day. And this is your day to shine. <laughs> this is your moment. Okay, can we stop? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> from the east side, can I welcome Paz... G'day, mate. Hey, I oh, love this. I've got faith. I know you're going to make it two days in the row for the East. There's going to be three questions buzzing at any time. All right? Paz, no your worries. buzzer is East. Beck, your buzzer is West. Awesome. Yep. Bran and Sansa Stark are characters in which TV show? West. Yes, East. West. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. Beck is on the board. Wellington is the capital of what country? West. Yes, East. West. New Zealand? Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Quick, one, back from the west. Okay, can you, you're going to pop a blood. Yeah, back on the board. Can you get a blood festival or something? Come down. Come off at last and we're back on the board. This was her moment. Okay, let's, uh, all right. You'll be back tomorrow, Paz, to play from the east side. Thanks very much, guys. No worries. Right. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. Big shout out to Tazzy Tyres well, yeah. for that $100 cash yep. and their brand new tyre. Tazzy Tyre Will and Tyre Studio now open at 183 Main Road, Moon. Paul and Woody. Here's Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. 14 the top with a couple of showers about. Stop the presses. Don't be dramatic. No, stop it, please. It's a late breaker. David Walsh is in danger. I am reading an opinion piece piece in the uh, Adelaide newspaper, the Adelaide Advertiser. They want David Walsh for their city. Yeah, why wouldn't you? The newspaper reads, there are few Australians who push the boundaries like Tassie's David Walsh. The filthy rich professional gambler, Bon Vivant, 
an art enthusiast, has turned Hobart on its head with his $75 million monument to contemporary art, Mona. Let's not forget the $300 million also for the upgrade. The Golden Gate Bridge-style hotel. Yes. That he has called Homo. That's what he calls it. Okay. So they want him. They're desperate for him. Adelaide desperately needs a David Walsh. I'm worried they're going to come over here... Once they work out you don't need a passport to get from Adelaide to Hobart. Paul, that was one of my Your friends friend. yep. who lives in Adelaide. Yep. She she want... you, need, you need a passport? Where do I change my money? No, she yeah, she can't. She was trying to cancel her flights because her passport hadn't arrived That's yet. right. Yeah. She, was, she went on to be mayor of Adelaide. Stop um, I'm worried they're going to come over here and steal him, all right? <laughs> now, the theory is that they're going to abduct him and then have him open some sort of museum or this? facility. Like Kim Jong-un style. Yeah, yeah. Remember Kim Jong-un? He kidnapped a movie producer and a movie maker. Yeah, from South Korea. And then forced him to make movies. That was, for I think that was ill. Oh, ill, That was sorry. dead. You've got to remember, that was Ill, Ill, dead, unalive. I don't think I want to keep Before repeating you die, that in my head. No. Okay. Okay. No, that's how I remember it. Well, okay. So, they want a project and they've already mentioned the project that George Lucas is currently working on, the man that created Star Wars. He had to decide between San Francisco and Chicago to build the George Lucas Star Wars Museum. Right. Where in which all the paraphernalia from the Star Wars movies is going to be under the one roof and people can go and visit this museum. Oh, you'd love that. I think it'd be fantastic. So they're suggesting they could get something like that for Adelaide. Um, And they've gone on to say, imagine if George Lucas had chosen Adelaide for the Star Wars Museum. And they could have it on the banks of the Torrens next to the Botanic Gardens. It'd be a huge hit. Now, Adelaide, I don't think we can help you convince George Lucas to open a Star Wars museum in South Australia. But I've done some ringing around for you, Adelaide. Oh, my God. So don't take David Walsh. I've sorted something out for you. What? Adelaide, would you consider a museum based based on the movie Planet of the Apes? What? Because you've got a head start. You've already got the look. <laughs> and if you visit Rundle Mall on a Saturday night, it does look post-apocalyptic. Paul. Hit Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. Trending now at hit.com.au. I just still can't get over this about the co-founder of Apple, Ronald Wayne, who sold his shares in the company, 10% shares he had. For one thousand and fifty oh, Australian dollars, yeah. he sold it only twelve days after they'd launched. If he had those shares today, no, don't say it. It would be worth no eighty-seven billion dollars. Eighty-seven billion dollars. And even over the years, three times they asked him to come back to the company, and he didn't. And he says he's never used an Apple product ever. They gave him an iPad once, but he gave it to his grandson. He didn't want it. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so what does he use? A pencil and paper? <laughs> Trending. Okay. All right. Look, obviously the news of the day yesterday and into today has been Donald Trump Jr.'s emails. He's taken screenshots. He's posted it on his Twitter account, and he is admitted to meeting with a lawyer from Russia who claimed to have dirt on Hillary Clinton. It's almost like he interrogated himself. Yeah. Because no one was asking for these emails at this point. You've got to wonder if he was told by the White House to do it and that way if the proverbial hits the fan, then he's the scapegoat. Yeah, for Donald Trump Senior. This is an opportunity for Senior to distance himself from Junior. Perhaps the most damning evidence in the email that Donald Trump Junior responded to was the fact that within the text you found the words, this is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government's support of Mr Trump. All right? I've got a timeline for you, all right? Now, going by Trump Jr.'s emails, he confirmed the meeting with the Russian lawyer on June 7 at 5.16pm. Right. All right? Now... The White House has denied any involvement Hmm. when it comes to Donald Trump Sr. in these meetings. But at 5.16pm on June 7, Donald Trump Jr. confirmed the meeting with the Russian lawyer. On the same day, less than four hours later, Donald Trump made this statement. I am going to give a major speech on probably Monday of next week. 
And we're going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons. I think you're going to find it very informative and very, very interesting. I wonder if the press will want to attend. Who knows? That's an amazing coincidence, isn't it, Woody? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he was almost... It wasn't planned, well, yeah. like a week out or two weeks yeah, out, because yeah. he's on probably Monday. I think you're going to be, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost as if four hours earlier <laughs> he had found out that his son had locked in a meeting with a Russian lawyer that uh, had some incriminating evidence against Hillary Clinton. Trending Facebook Messenger. They're playing around with the idea of ads. <laughs> So you could be having a private conversation and an ad will pop up. Right. And I'm just wondering, how are they tailoring these ads to you or to me or to both of you or to part of the conversation? Well, I want to know Cause... that if I'm having a chat with someone, do we see the same ad pop up? Yeah. Because like, then there it... would be... I mean, not that I look at any websites that are run to war. Well, that's what I'm wondering. What ads would it be that would pop up for you? Well, I don't know. If there was... Dating apps. <laughs> adult websites. No, no. No. A photo of your wife and three kids. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Trending. I just don't want there to be a, an algorithm attached. Oh, why are you so concerned? Yeah. I don't want I don't want anyone to yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get you out of that. Paul Thank and Woody. Here's Hobart. Podcasting with Paul and Woody. You know it just got hot in here. place for all the hottest products. Hi, Kelly. Hello, how are you? Oh, so good. Now, you have got a one in four shot of scoring this. We're giving it away later today. It is Harvey Norman's Hottie of the Month. It is an awesome speaker system. It's huge. And it's valued at over $800. What are you currently using? Well, currently have to use my headphones because I'm competing against everyone else in the house oh, or through my iPhone. So is... I could blast them all away. Yeah, that's right. It's a human rights violation. In the meantime, <laughs> Kelly, um, you could also go with the coffee cup uh, method that oh. I use. Wherein we no, <laughs> you that put before. Yes, yeah, yes. you get a big, <laughs> dirty, great big coffee cup, and um, you can get them from Shiploads, maybe two dollars. Yes. Okay, there's um, a plug. I find that a glass works better. Oh, glass. You know what I'm talking about, a tumbler. Have you checked out his fact sheet? He actually put one up. Who even yeah. does fact sheets anymore? you sit the phone and you put it on speaker and it resonates around. Now, admittedly, a lot of the music ends up sounding like this. But it's a bit of fun until you win the speakers. That's true. Yep. So let's hope so. Well, you Fingers have a crossed. one in four shot at doing Thank just that. Thank you so that. much. Absolute pleasure. Coming up next, Mace, Apprentice Mace, and he's got more tickets to R&B Party that we're holding with Tazzy Tyres. Here's Hobart, podcasting with Paul and Woody.